0: On this episode, Chris Cobb, the man, the myth, the legend, talks about family being everything and climbing the highest peaks
1: with purpose. You are now tuned, are now in, tuned in to, to the, in the Power, power House power podcast. podcast. What up, it's your boy Stefan with the Power House Podcast. I'm here with John Haas and special guest Chris Cobb from whoop, Cobb whoop, whoop. Realty. Cobb, tell them who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Chris Cobb. I am a, a real
2: estate associate broker at Cobb Realty. And um, I've been in Tucson since 2005. That's when I got out of the military. I was in the Air Force. I was a U2 crew chief, worked on the spy plane. Shout out to all my black cats, whoop whoop. Mm. And then uh, came here, joined my family. My dad retired from the Air Force as well he did 26 years he was a chief um on the base here and we moved down here and started our real estate company and we've been doing that ever since
1: oh wow yep that's amazing yes sir what does that feel like doing doing work with pops now
2: uh well to be honest uh, uh pops doesn't work much anymore <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he retired <laughs> hey, hey that was the, that was the goal though that was hey, the goal so hey, yeah <laughs> yeah dad dad put in a lot of work you know to get us to this point and um and he supported our family, and he was my mentor, my, my hero growing up. And, uh, and my goal was to formally retire him. So right. about seven years ago, me and my little brother Joshua, what's up, Josh, right. um, bought my dad a golf cart for Christmas, and we drove it to his house uh, in the cold weather with Santa Claus hats on, singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, first he said, why the heck are you driving a golf cart? And I said, Dad, it's yours. And uh, since then, he got a golf membership, and that was his formal retirement. Wow. And, he, and he's worked it down to to one day a month.
1: Goodness. Damn. Goodness. Life is good. Dang. Chris, for as long as I've known you, I've, I'm picking up on this right here, is that you really emphasize certain chapters or experiences in life, you know, with mom and making sure that she felt really good with her birthday and taking care of dad and him feeling a certain way. Where do you think that comes from within you to make sure that they – they get what they need to get out of life.
2: That's easy. That that is. Um, I wish I could take the credit for that, but it's got nothing to do with me. That that's how I was raised. That's how that was instilled in me in a young age. My my dad was a pastor. He was a motivational speaker. He was a an overachiever, an extreme personality, um, a huge shadow, and he made sure that I knew that you take care of the people that take care of you, mm-hmm. and uh, and especially family. You know, growing up, the the main just the main thing he would say is family's everything, you know, every, everybody else comes and goes, but family's everything. Take care of your family. And, you know, as you're growing up, you kind of, you hear it, but you don't hear it, you know, and then you get to be an adult and you get to, you get to really, you feel it, you know, family is everything, you know, and and you really know what he's talking about. The more experiences you go through, the more you really, I mean, you, you know it, you know what he's talking about, you know, so that's, that's where that came from. That was instilled in me and really, uh, you know i had a typical family man dad was the dad was the the man in the house and he was the you know the provider the uh punisher <laughs> uh, when, when needed and mom was the love you know mom was mom he made sure i knew that my mom was the queen of my family mm. you know and that um that nobody nobody disrespects your mom and she is the she's the love she's the glue and, and all respect to her for everything that we've accomplished without her we'd be nothing
1: my goodness
2: I and mean, then w-
0: with going on family you being you don't hear it till you hear it right i think Mm -hmm. that was super powerful because i can remember myself being a kid and then my dad saying something and um i'm i'm about to expect my first kid Ah, right and and i have a stepson so i I remember things when i'm coaching him and i'm saying these things and i'm like dude i sound just like my dad a trip right it's like it's like one of the coolest things to me so do you have one of those things where it hit you like you're just like Let's your see.
2: pops. I, I actually, oh, no, I, I am a mirror image of my dad, first of all. I mean, there is no, when, when, he, when he called me, I was in the military. I, I was stationed in Korea. Um, I was working on a spy plane. I did a year there. Then I went to Japan, Okinawa with the plane for a couple months and came back to California. And I got a call from dad and he said, he said, look, man, I'm, I'm getting out of the military. I'm going to do real estate. And he said, the only person that I know that's like me in the world is you and I need your help. And I said, okay, you know, family's everything. Next day, wow. I dropped my papers and came down. But he, um, yeah, I mean, we, we are literally identical. And there's been a million times. And what's funny now, you know, I, I go through life and all those little things he said growing up that he said to me, you know, I, I now recognize that it made an impact. Right. You know, I was actually absorbing it. You know, so me as a dad now, I I know that whatever my kids see and look up to and what I do, that's going to make an impact on them at some point in their life. You know, I know that that's going to make an impact because it made such a huge impact on me. You know, so you got to watch what you do and make sure that your family is proud of you and you don't let them down.
1: That's perfect, man, especially with the concept of just drilling in so really hearing it over and over and over really instilled into you so now that you have your kids things are a certain way you know and this is the way that it gets done so moving into a little bit more of how you take that now what are some of the habits that you do on a daily basis because that's what i heard with with dad you know this is the way that it's done and it's creating those good habits early so what are some of the habits that you do that turn you into this version of chris Cobb that we're looking at now
2: well uh <laughs> lack of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um that that's a big one. You know, I've always I've always thought and that came from dad too, man. Right. He didn't tell me to get up early. He was right. just up earlier than me right. at all times. Oh, like okay. you can't beat Dad up. You yeah. know, you, you, you just he's always up. He he'd been up for two hours and I get up at five thirty. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not like he said, Look, You need to get up every day, and you need to get up early, and you need to get da-da-da. It was just an easy act to follow, Mm -hmm. you know? It it was just following the breadcrumbs, you know? And that's the biggest thing that I've learned as well. It's not what you say, it's what you do, you know? So same with my kids. When they see me up in the morning, and now I'm climbing Mount Everest in in March, right? But they see me training, that's normal. You know, I'm not telling them, look, you need to get up every morning. This is the key to success is is get up, work hard, I do say that, but they see it. You know and they do it and they mimic it and they think it's normal and 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 they're going to be super successful and accomplish every dream that they want to Mm. and it's and it's just following the lead you know following the breadcrumbs Mm. and it's and it's just something that i i'm copying man every everything i like i stole from somebody else it's not
0: (laughs) so so i hear this it's like leading by the example and if you guys didn't catch this you just said you're climbing everest like it was nothing right like you you dropped it in there Nonchalant. Hey, he's done Denali too. I mean, this this is the second.
2: Yeah, I climbed Denali last June. That's the biggest mountain in America. Um, We're doing it to raise funds for the Fisher House military vets. That's close to heart. Obviously, come from military background. Right. So I
0: want to touch on that route just real quick. Okay. Thank you for your service. No sweat. We want to start with that, and then and and just something that was off that we 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 were talking about off air was. Uh, with your son, right? Uh-huh. And and family being so important is that you do these things that most people would say are extreme, but you're showing your kids, and your son, this is normal.
2: Yeah, I don't even man, I, I even like you said, you know, you just dropped an effort. I don't see that as this huge thing. I mean, I firmly believe when my dad told me I could do anything I wanted to do, I believed him. And he did it. You know, he, like I said, he was, he was a motivational speaker. He spoke to the White Sox when they won the world series, man, this is my man. You know, when, when I was growing up, my father's son time was driving through the South while he would speak at different bases in Alabama and uh, Mississippi and all, and all these different places, you know? So, so I was just following that lead. So it's not a, I don't, I don't look at it as a huge thing. It's just something that I wanted to do. So I'm going to do it. So you set your mind to it. You do anything you want to do. And my and my son, he knows he can do anything he wants to do too, you know. So it's just following the lead of the people before me and being surrounded by the right people. Right. You know, I I stay away from unlucky and unhappy people, <laughs> and it's and it's kept me kept me right in line.
1: Makes sense. That falls right into what we were talking about, and this is what started the whole podcast. It's like, all right, we're going now. So we were talking about getting comfortable yep. doing things that are uncomfortable. Okay.
2: So when you said that, what's funny is. So my dad, like I said, he he went to Olympic trials in in LA in 84 for boxing. He was a European champion and he trained hard, right? And he ran and he was, and that's where the training part of it got instilled, just seeing that and being with him. And when I was, I was 10, 10 or 11, and I used to run with my dad and it was literally miles, man, like five, six miles a day before school, me and my dad would run at 10 and 11. And if I would get a cramp... Or something, you know, or I, I'd start complaining. He'd sit me on the curb, and he'd run little circles around me. And he'd say, okay. He says, hey, man. He's like, you could sit here, but as long as you sit there, I got to keep running. We're in this together, mm-hmm. right? And inevitably, I'd get up with my little cramp, and we'd finish running. You know, and at the end of it, we'd always sprint that last, you know, 100 yards or whatever. Right. Even if we couldn't feel our legs, we'd, we'd sprint that, you know? And we did that every morning. And that was when I was 10 and 11, so now as an adult, you know, I'm not going to quit on the treadmill, and I'm not going to quit when I'm on a mountain, and I'm not going to quit when people depend on me. And that's because my dad had the the patience and the determination to, to have me with him and teach me that that lesson.
0: And that's now what your son's seeing.
2: Yeah, you doing well, these
0: things that are extraordinary, Climb, climbing Denali, climbing Mount Everest. Those are extraordinary things to not, I mean, there's a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of people who will even think about doing it and then actually do it. So I'm assuming your son, like we talked about off air again, he's gonna see this eventually. Like right now, it might not.
2: be I hope so. It's not cool right now at all. (laughs) Right now, I'm just regular old dad. You know, I'm not. You know, just regular old dad. But at one point, Mm. at some point in the future, Right. right. I just, I envision this moment, right? And I've seen, by the way, ever, just about every goal that I'm going to do. I'm right. big on visualization, right. Determ- putting your goals down, writing them down, getting to that point and seeing yourself do yeah. it and you will achieve it. I know right. what I'm going to wear. I know, I know what I'm going to look
1: like. What's I, I know what like? I'm going
2: to, I can feel every goal that I'm going to accomplish in the future. I know that. I, I know that with a passion.
1: What's you the know? top of every smell like?
2: It's fresh air and I'm going to be grasping for it. Right.
1: Every, every little
2: <laughs> bit of air I can get, but I know that I'm going to look over the top mm-hmm. as long as the, the difference with mountains. Here's the difference what I've learned. God has a way of humbling you. Right. 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 So, so you can train and you can be prepared for the opportunity, you know, but if God, mother nature doesn't give you that crack at it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it humbles your butt real quick. Right. You know, right. so I will be prepared. I'll be mentally, I'll be physically prepared. Right. So as long as I get that little bit of opportunity, I'll take advantage of it.
1: Right. And we keep seeing this like with, within your kids and you're talking about hopefully that, you know, your son and looks at, at it a certain way. I could imagine that you didn't see Pops a certain way until it came and you're like, now you you put him up to where he needs to be. That's he needs exactly to feel right. Thing.
2: Yeah, that's where I was going with that. So, they, so I just, I hope that at one point in the future, and it's just a basic thing, and this is what drives you legacy. Is that my little man will come across a box of what I've done and he'll open it and he'll say, he'll start looking through and he'll say, Man, you know, dad was a cool guy, man. He did some cool stuff. Right. He gave, he was a giver. You know, he, he was a good man. Right. And that's that's the driving force behind everything that I do is just that box in the future. At, at some point he's gonna get to a, a point in his mm-hmm. life where he can open up the box and he might say, Man, dad was all right. Right. He did some pretty cool stuff.
1: Right. My dad did that. My dad did that. What about taking the kids to uh, to train with you in the morning?
2: Yeah. The yeah, they think happening. that's normal. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, that, that's not normal. That's not normal. But they get off. Of, like, it's, it's cool to them. Like, you know, we, we trade. Uh, the, there's three kids. And then the mornings we'll trade off on who gets to go with dad at four in the morning to right. train. Right. Who gets to get up before school right. and do that. Yeah. And, like, my little man, CJ, he, he dribbles his... He's nine, right? right? We go to the, to the stadium to do bleachers at four in the morning. Right. He gets up, puts on his gear, mm. you know, his cold gear, and he dribbles left-handed all the way up to the thing. Right. And I, and I run the bleachers, and he does his drills. Right. 4.30 in the morning. Right. You know? And, and, it's, and, they'll, and they'll keep doing that. Right. And they're going to have huge, huge accomplishments, too. And then they'll sit there and go, it's hard work.
1: You know what? That that's that extra work that you were talking about. You you doing what's in front of you, him doing what's in front of him. What is important, that left hand building the strength on that, doing that extra work that other people aren't And he knows
2: practice, man. <laughs> I instill it. And and every day, every day since my son was born, right? <clears throat> excuse me. Every single day since the day he was born. I held him and I whispered in his ear, I said, CJ, I love you and you're the man. Mm. Every day, every single day I said that. To the point when he was Four, four or five. We're in my car driving. And the Aloe Block song just came out. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And he's in the back seat and he goes, Dad, they're playing my song! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, baby! Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And he believes it. Right. I love you and you're the man. Mm. You can do anything you want mm. to. Man. Anything. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Man. Nothing.
0: And w- where does this come from? Like, th- this has to come from, like, somewhere deep inside you in that I mindset. Just, I just,
2: like... I firmly believe... And, and, and also coming from common means, you know, you come from a little bit of nothing and then you have an opportunity to be a little bit of something. You got to take advantage of that. If the door is cracked, you got to bust that mug wide open. If you have opportunity and you just let it pass by, mm. what a waste, man. It's a complete waste. I know people that that, that are way more talented than me, are way, more, way better at just about everything than me, but they didn't have the opportunity. If I have the opportunity and don't take advantage of it. What a what a waste, you one know. What a letdown to all of that. What a, just what a waste, you know. You got to take advantage of all opportunity.
1: Right, one life one that life. goes into like bigger purpose or vision, Chris. If you can continue the pattern that you're on, you set goals. One year from now, two years from now, you know, five years from now, what's something that's just like deep down, like if you, if you could just up and do that. That's what
2: I'm doing with Everest. Okay. So check this out. So three years ago, okay. I've never climbed a mountain before.
1: Okay. Good deal.
2: In my life, mm-hmm. right? I woke up and thought it'd be cool to climb Mount Everest. Right. So I, that day I Googled the best guide company for Everest right. and I call them and I said, I said, Hey, uh, this is Chris Cobb. And I want to climb Everest. Right. And they go, okay. And I said, what was your name? And I said, Chris Cobb, C-O-B-B, Ch-O-B-B, Charlie Oscar, Bravo, Bravo. <laughs> and I said, okay. And I hear him typing. Mm. Right. And then they come back on the phone. And I say, we don't see that you've ever climbed any other mountains, you Good know? Enough. And I said, no, I haven't, but I'll be all right when you guys leaving. Yeah. And they basically held the phone up and they laughed at me while I was on the phone. Okay. I'm like, okay. I said, all right, I get it. And so they get back on, and they said, you can't just climb the biggest mountain in the world without climbing anything else. I said, right. no sweat. So what do I have to climb? Right. You know? And they said, well, uh, it'd be good to start on Rainier. Rainier's a good one because it's the, it's the most glaciated mountain in the, in the southern. I said, no sweat. When do I leave? Okay. When's the next one? Yeah. So one month later, I went to climb Rainier. Okay. And then I climbed Rainier again. Oh. And then they told me Denali was one of the dangerous mountains in the world, and it's the biggest one in America. So right. I said, I'll do that too. Right. So I did that one. 3D? And now I'm doing Everest. Okay. So that's how you do whatever you want to do. And if they tell you no, you say, why? Who, who are you to tell me no? <laughs> right. What do you mean no? Other people have done it. Right. They bleed. They, they bleed like me. They breathe like me. Right. How come I can't do it?
1: Right. That's interesting. Like how for so long, people weren't running miles under four minutes.
2: That's 100% right. And then one person does it. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, everybody else can do it. Right. right. It's a mindset. It's believing it, mm-hmm. firmly believing it. And Good. if you do, you can achieve anything, that you, anything you believe. Right. I say that every morning. I mean, I'm a big reader, too, but part of that. So I believe I can achieve the object of my definite purpose in life.
1: Right. Goodness. So starting off with that, that's like like giving thanks. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: huge. I mean, it's, it's basically, it comes from Napoleon Hill. Right. Right. Think and grow it. Mm-hmm. So every morning I say that, and, 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 and there's more. You know, and then I say my goals and then I think of what i what I did yesterday to get closer to those goals, what I need to do today to get closer
1: to them. Wow. See, that, you I don't know? think that's clear enough. And it's, it's not for me because I set in, I'm setting goals and I'm mapping them out and I'm, I'm writing them daily, but you, you're, you already know them. You don't need to write them out and you're saying them what they're going to say be. them every
2: morning mm-hmm. and you got to write them. And then, I mean, visualize, so,
1: right? So then it, that's the concept, but then going back on how you're doing. So who's scaling it? You're scaling it based off of yesterday.
2: Right, right, right. right. So and, and it's a process. I mean, if <laughs> it's it's a lot of work, right? For me, I'm just a worker, man. I'm just a grinder, man. Right. I'm just a grunt. I'm used to this stuff. Right. This is what I do. You know, I right. just, just grind it out. But so here's the process, okay? So you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I say, I say, I know that I have the ability to achieve the object of my definite purpose in life. Therefore, I here and now render such action, mm. right? And I go through this whole deal. And, um, and then after I do that, I say my goals and first person, I, I, I have climbed Mount Rainier. Mm. I have climbed Denali. I have climbed Mount Everest. Mm. My son does go to the U of A plays basketball. Right. Right. And then after that, I think about what I'm going to do today to get to those goals. Mm. And then right before I go to sleep, I say those goals again. And I think about what I did right or wrong. To get closer to them.
1: To making sure that you're lining up with those goals.
2: And it's a lot of work, but it works.
1: Right. Sun up, sun down. It's going to continue to happen. But at the same time, you're measuring yourself, making sure that you're lining up with with what you want. Copy that. Yeah. Don't get off track. Push, 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 push. Mm. And and now you're tackling them. That's deep. And to see you now, like, I understand how strong your self-image is because you're constantly beating up on it. When you say you're a grinder, what I hear is you're grinding on your self-image on who you are, because the fact that you already climbed Mount Everest and we ain't even to that date yet, it, it's it's a done deal because you've visually done it, you've physically done other things like Every it.
2: Every day. Right. That's how There's something intangible with this universe, right? Mm-hmm. That you can't you can't touch it, but if you believe something hard enough and you firmly believe it, I mean the belief of a mustard seed, right, moves mountains. Right. That's that's for real.
1: Right.
2: It's for real, for real. If I for, if I actually believed that I could look at that and move it, it would move. Right. If I actually believed it. Right. I, I I know that in my heart. I know that, and it works because I've seen it. It's almost scary how right. how powerful it is. Right. And when you book when you start when you get to the point where you're really believing stuff. And you, and it just, it happened like boom, 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 boom. And you say, Oh boy, this is some, God is powerful. This is powerful stuff, man. man. You gotta, gotta be careful what you're believing, right? right. Keep it positive. Cause right. it doesn't, it's not like just the positive stuff you believe happens.
0: Yeah. You go negative. It's going to go, it's if you think I can't yeah. do this, I can't do this. Yeah. That's what I said. Say, oh yeah. It's cause I can't. Yeah. Well, it's cause you believe you that's, can't.
2: That's those unhappy and unlucky people you guys stay away right. from. They're unlucky. Even an unlucky person would go, they get real lucky, right? They hit something. And then they go, bet it won't happen tomorrow. Mm. Bet it won't happen again, Mm. you know? And unhappy people, same thing. Stay away from you. got to go, man. It's like them little orange cones, right? There's an unhappy person, (laughs) you know, keep running. (laughs) There's an unlucky one. Keep running. (laughs) You're avoiding them at the plague? Yeah, you got to go, man. Don't let them, don't let them, don't let them. You know, hold you down, man. Just keep running. Dodge Er, er, them.
1: Hurt. That's Keep interesting, running. man. And I'm taking this like as a therapy session right now, cause I feel sometimes like I want to stop at the cone and figure it out, see if I can help it out. But at the same time, like, there's something with coming from love, but then there's something coming from like I need to stay focused on yep. my vision. And there's a
2: lot of vultures on the bottom, right? Right. And the, there's a lot of vultures, and they're just they're just they just want the scraps, and they just right. want to hold you down, right? Right. But the eagles soar high. Right. And it might be lonely up there, you know, but we eat good.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 I, I can tell you that a hundred percent you know fly high above all that nonsense man take the high road and you will eat good you don't got to be at the bottom of the vultures
0: yeah the vultures pick off the dead we're the the ones making the kill roger that
1: absolutely yep yep what you got man so tell me a little bit about the fisher house
2: okay so fisher house the best way i can explain it is it's like uh ronald mcdonald house for vets okay Okay? so if there's a, a veteran getting a surgery done at the uh, the VA, and they're doing some pretty serious surgeries like cancer stuff or hospice care or, you know, anything they're getting done at the VA, then their family can stay at the Fisher House for free mm. so they can be next to the vets during that time of need. Right. And they're provided food. Um, the rooms are really nice, so they've got shelter, but they've also got... That community of people that are kind of going through the same thing, you know, so they've got they've got the love and the support that they need at that time too. And
0: there's kind of no worry because they've got the shelter, they've got the food. They can exactly. focus again on just getting that yeah. person, whoever that veteran is, better.
2: Yeah, and the, I mean, the, just if you think about the financial burden that that it has on people. So say, say you're you're you have a husband that's a veteran and he's got to go to care in the VA for two weeks, mm. right? And they ship him. He's got to come to Southern VA to get the care done. You gotta drop your your schedule, your work, you gotta get out of work, you gotta get a hotel room somehow. Who can afford that? Mm. You gotta pay for the food for the two weeks. You've gotta, you, you know, there's all this financial burden just to be close to your loved one. Right. And these are veterans, man, that's unacceptable. They, these are people we need to take care of. They took care of us, right? That's our responsibility.
0: Agreed. Right.
2: Support the community that supports you, right. right? And that's exactly what the Fisher House does. I mean, that's so like this mountain thing. So what? A lot of people climb mountains, so big deal. But the Fisher House, every day they're giving back and they're, they're providing a need that is instrumental to our veterans. That's a, it's an amazing program. And it's something we definitely need to support.
1: Every day, providing a need that's instrumental towards our veterans. Yes, sir. So one of the biggest things that I'm picking up is really pushing down on that greater good, because just like your dad, when it finally clicked, made sense to you, just like you as a father, to your son, finally clicked, makes sense to him. For For this specific reason on why it's so important for these families, and just drilling over and over, I see you willing to climb mountains for this cause. I mean, granted, there's a level of fulfillment when you get there. I could imagine the feeling with the wind, coldness of that you just did something so great, the the being so close to God for that one minute, but at the same time drilling how important it is for these veterans to have their loved ones next to them in their time of need. It's it's
2: it's way more important than me climbing a mountain. Mm. Straight up man. And and that's not a a line or anything. They do some, they just do amazing stuff over there, man. I mean if you if you take a tour over there or you see what Kelly and Gus and what all the people over there, what they do for these people and the vets and the families, and uh, I mean, it's just an amazing program, man. Mm. And, and that's what, you know, like like I said, the mountain thing, we, what whatever. You know, it's it's cool. It's an accomplishment, but it's, it's nothing compared to what they do over there. Right. I mean, every day they're changing lives. They're helping people. They're giving. The most important thing in life, I believe, is giving a servant's heart. Give, 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 right. and it'll work out. And that's what they're doing every single day. So hopefully, you know, by the mountain I can just... Provide more exposure for the Fisher House, and and then and I'm also doing the penny per foot, right? right? So let's right. get into that real right. quick. So so basically, what I'm doing is people go to my website www.housesfortroops.com/fisherhouse, um, and they can sign up for a penny per foot, and I climb the mountain. Um, depending on how high I get, uh, Mount Everest is twenty nine thousand feet. So if I get to the top, I come back. You owe me a penny per foot and I take that money and give it straight to the Fisher house. So it's $290 if I make it to the top. If I don't, you owe me a penny per foot as high as I go. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what, we owe you $200. you owe, you owe
2: me some money, baby <laughs> and we're giving it straight to the Fisher house you know right. and th- and they use it for food supplies, everything they need over there right. and they and they need it man you know and it's going straight to a, a program if you're if you want something that supports the vet supports our community, makes an impact right here right now that's the Fisher house and you can do it by doing that penny per foot
1: there it is there it is right there Chris, so that's how they can support you right yes, sir we're also pondering this concept of t-shirts right because i'm i'm so i'm in love with this whole thing and everything i would wear that shirt every day because i'm on fire for it yep and so with that i want to put this out in the universe how many people do you think would how many people do you believe would put on that t-shirt day of your hype and just support it feel it like if it was super bowl sunday I bet we
2: can get a couple hundred. Okay. I don't know. Maybe bigger. I don't know. I, I'll have to think about it. But I, I think we can do it, man. I didn't think of it like that, but that'd be awesome. Mm. You know? That, shoot, man, wear that mug when I'm summiting. Right. You know? Right. Like, push it out there. The, the biggest thing is just making people know about the Fisher House, man. I'm so proud of them over there and what they do.
1: Mm.
2: I, can't, I can't tell you enough. I'm, I'm way bigger than, better than anything that I'm doing right now is what they're doing over there. It's an awesome thing. If any, any light that we can shine
1: on them is the right thing to do. Because they're awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Cobb getting ready for the biggest hike of his life, I feel like, for now.
2: We'll see. So I've been thinking. <laughs> I've been thinking. So they said everybody says, um, uh, well, well, what are you gonna do after that? I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I'm a pretty one track focused <laughs> on what I, I gotta do this first. Right. But I was thinking maybe top of the world, bottom of the ocean. Mm. So maybe when I get done with that, I'll see how deep I can go. Mm. So maybe maybe I'll work on that, mostly Man. when I get home.
1: That's some deep stuff there, pun intended You might you might, <laughs> you might
0: have to move for that training. You yeah. might have to move for that training
1: or take I'll some to Cali.
2: I'll figure it out. Piece of cake, whatever, whatever it takes. Easy. If I write it down, there's no stopping. Amen. Keep going until we finish.
1: Chris, tell them one more time where to go, how they can support you on this journey. Okay.
2: Uh, the website is www.housesfortroops.com slash Fisher House. And then there's a little, there's an article on me, but to the right, there's a, a place for you to sign up. Just put your name in there, put a penny per foot. If you're a company, you could do a nickel a foot, man. I'll just know that every single penny goes directly to our Fisher House. And then uh, I leave for Kathmandu March 22nd. I start trekking through Nepal, takes me about nine days to get to base camp and then I'll start heading up. And uh, ETA um, on home, on the coming home is sometime early June. And then I'll start calling y'all and collecting the checks for the Fisher House.
1: <laughs> and we'll be congratulating you. Copy that. <laughs> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Cobb.